Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, go to PCAPaintEd.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all you non-members out there, sign up for our free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the Apple Store and Google Play. In today's podcast, we feature an episode from Ask a Painter Live with Nick Slavik. In this episode, Nick talks with Leah Jones from LJ Interiors about her expertise in working with color. Good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday. I'm Nick Slavic. I'm the proprietor of the Nick Slavic Painting and Restoration Company, also the host of this show, Ask a Painter Live. It's a weekly live Facebook show where I use my almost three decades of experience now to answer any questions about running a business and paint and today, especially color. Uh, we have a very special guest, uh, a partner in my business, Leah Jones of LJ Interiors. Um, I appreciate you joining us today. <laughs> Thank you for having me. This is fantastic. And good morning, everyone. Yeah. So before we get into color, because Leah is the expert, uh, she is our favorite designer. She helps us out with our, our projects and uh, and helps our clients with the biggest problem with our painting projects, which is color. And that's a huge thing. So before we jump in, the PCA, the Painting Contractors Association, um, it's the cool kids club. It's, it's where bright minds, progressive thinkers, uh, everybody gets together and helps each other with their businesses. We are the largest trade association for painting contractors in the United States, and we are willing to help each other. A good example of this is yesterday. I was in Ohio for a gathering of Ohio painters. Uh, there was a capacity room. I gave two master's classes and people came out of the woodwork to improve their businesses, improve their personal lives. And we shared a lot of data, a lot of feelings, and everybody walked away with new ideas and a fresh sort of invigorated feeling about running a business. So it was a lot of fun. If those things are interesting to you, I would urge you to go to the PCA's website and look up their expo, their exposition, which is happening in March, which is one of the largest gatherings of paint business owners in the country. And it's all member-driven content. Uh, I'll be there doing some panels. Uh, there'll be a whole bunch of other bright minds from the industry given content. And it's a great couple of days. We also present industry awards and things while we're there. So if you need any other information, I have links in the show notes here but we're not going to waste any more time. This is time for Leah to talk about color. So Leah, you are a designer. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about your business? Well, um, my business started, um, it'll be almost four years ago in January. So that's, it's pretty amazing how quickly that time can go. I'm sure you can attest to that. Yeah. But um, I actually started as a stager, so helping people get ready um, to sell their homes, get them listed. So one of the things that obviously was part of that was, um, you know, updating and updating paint, freshening up their spaces and stuff. So just kind of trying to find like neutral colors that works for everybody uh, because you never know who's going to come in and what their furniture looks like. So finding something that can just kind of neutralize the space, create just a foundation so that they don't see the things, but they see the house. And so um, shortly after that, then um, there were actually agents that I was working with. They had obviously seen my work and they said, can you come and help me at my own home? So, um, so that's actually kind of how my design business really started. Um, so I was helping agents, you know, kind of transform their kitchens or their family rooms or just any space in their home that they were just kind of tired of. And so 
um, you know, that was a good chunk of like 2019 was just sort of that transitioning from staging to design. But then um, 2020, this lovely thing called the pandemic hit. Oh, you don't say. <laughs> this fun experience that everybody is still kind of, you know, I think recovering from. But um, everyone was stuck at home and they just kind of were tired, you know, tired of their tired home kind of. Um, so it really my business really ramped up then so it was you know picking color picking furniture picking whatever it was that they needed help with but and that has sort of been the progression you know of my business so one of the things that you know we're definitely going to color cover today is color because it's one of those things that covers so much of your home and you don't want to make a mistake because it's whether it's a time thing or an expense thing or you're just you just don't want to make a mistake because it's a it's a big mistake so um yeah so rather than going to the paint store and staring at the plethora of colors and trying to find the perfect white or the perfect beige i come into people's homes and help them and the things that I look at are, you know, their existing finishes, what's going to stay, what's going to change, um, what direction they're wanting to go, you know, is it dark and dingy and they want it light and bright, or do we want pops of color? So I just kind of have that conversation with them to kind of help them tell their story of what they want their house to look and feel like. Um, and then we just layer on the rest of it. So um, it's a it's a pretty fantastic job, if you will, um, just getting to help people fall in love with their houses again. So, so and besides, yeah. I mean, one one of the biggest things we obviously partner with is color choice. But beyond color choice, I mean, you do full design stuff. I mean, we've been on projects that you've actually then asked us to be a part of, where there's furniture and there's yeah tile backsplashes all that stuff so that it besides just color people go to you for that as well oh absolutely yeah so um and you know one of the comments that i get often from my clients are um i'm so glad i found you for my project because mm -hmm. um and what what i mean by that is that i work on all sizes of projects so if it's just you have a bedroom and you just need, you know, paint colors and bedding, maybe a few accessories, I can help you. But I've also worked on projects that are like full renovations of like a main floor, top to bottom, and choosing all of those selections. So it's new flooring, new, um, you know, light fixtures, countertops, backsplash. Um, I think I said light fixtures, but faucets, hardware, um, all the accessories, furniture, um, everything that you, would basically put into a house if you were to start from scratch. Um, and that's another thing that I do too, is I work with builders, you know, oh, so nice. there is a laundry list of things that you need to select and it's overwhelming. It's it overwhelming for a lot of people. Um, and for me, it's, I know what will work and therefore we can eliminate a lot of things that don't work very quickly. Um, and I don't even bring those things into the mix, you know, because it's like, don't overwhelm someone with all the options that we're not going to consider. Um, here are three really good options for a countertop. And then therefore here are some other options for a backslash. And you can choose which one kind of resonates with you the best. Um, I always have my kind of 
front runner option. Um, mm -hmm. And oftentimes clients will default back to me and say, which one will you choose? Um, but I really, the whole process is getting the space to feel like you, you know, and um, oh. another question that I get asked a lot is um, like, what's your style? And my answer is always, it doesn't matter what my style is because this is your home. I want it to feel like you and your family and I want it to um, act. I want it to, you know, I just want this to be efficient and more importantly, be efficient than pretty. You know, that that is really more important um, is to make sure that your house functions for you before it looks nice because you know, as they say, you can put lipstick on a pig. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you can only go so far with that, you know. So just making sure that, like, the flow of a kitchen is what you need. And, you know, if things need to be moved around or just repositioned. And, and that's, too, something that I can draw from, kind of from my staging days, if you will, mm -hmm. um, form and functionality. Um, and then we make it aesthetically pleasing. So... Um, yeah, so projects big and small, um, you know, I can work on. And um, yeah, that is definitely something where I bring you guys in because I would say that you guys are my go-to painter because I've seen your work. Um, I sincerely appreciate the way that you and your crews interact with my clients and they make them feel very comfortable in their homes. And I'm not, <laughs> I'm not blowing smoke. Like this is truly what clients have said to me is that when the project is done, they're so happy with the result, but they're almost sad to see the crews go because they just had such a good experience with them. Um, it's well, not you, one of the things yeah, that we, it's a, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Finish that. No, I was just going to say it's a reflection of me. It's because mm. I've chosen, I vetted these people. And so um, if I'm not choosing good people, uh, they're not going to say good things about me. So it's very important for, um, for me, my clients, but for my reputation too, because I am my own person, <laughs> my business, you know, so it's really important. Yeah. And, and one of the reasons we love working with you is because you understand like, you know, there's, there's the technical clinical parts of what we do. I paint you help design. The The design can be perfect. The paint job can be perfect. But if the experience mm -hmm. is horrible for the client, they right. don't care how good your design services or your paint job is. They're not no. going to recommend you. So the the huge value add, the huge benefit uh, in a way that you've helped our business is that it's the service part of it too. Like you you have a very particular way of working with clients. And, and for us, we, we try to gain trust it, it feels like you gain the trust of clients very easily. So how 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 do you how do you gain the trust of a client enough to basically design their safe space, their home? How is that trust gaining process? It's it's huge, and I am so thankful and grateful. And I know those are kind of cliche words, but I truly am thankful um, for that trust that people put into me because that is exactly exactly right it's their safe space and so for me to come in to that space and just you know totally disturb it um yeah. is really daunting um for me because i want it again i want it to be a seamless process for sure but um you know i think that from the beginning 
I am very transparent. I'm very upfront. I want people to understand what they are about to encounter, um, what's going to happen. Um, so sort of preempting perhaps, but also just that this is who I am and please ask questions. I will ask questions. I want there to be no questions. I don't want anything to be a surprise because that's not a great no. representation of me or my business is that, oh, well, she didn't tell me this or, you yeah. know, she did whatever it is. But um, so in the very beginning, um, I start with a conversation on the phone. You know, it starts generally with an email inquiry like, hey, either, you know, I'm working with Nick. We're having him and his crews to our home. Can we set up a time to have you come out and help us with colors or they've just in um just reached out to me and then we find out that they need paint and then i reach out to you but mm -hmm. either way i have a conversation with them and it's you know usually like 15 20 minutes but um they've kind of spelled out the project in the email but i really truly want it to be um that's where we start a relationship mm -hmm. honestly um and you can tell a lot about a person um them me or me them um just in that conversation you know like the the type of questions that they ask if they ask questions at yeah. all because those that don't ask questions i it's you have this radar that kind of goes up like don't you want to know about this yes. you know so if i feel like i'm talking or i'm giving more answers than they are asking questions like i it's yeah. kind of an uneasy feeling and i just sort yep. of feel it out a little bit longer you know but um it every every project big or small starts with a conversation so that again i know their expectations also i know what i'm walking into um and there is i will say no judgment whatsoever when I walk into your home because the that's I think that's people's fear is that this yeah. designer is going to come into my home and they're going to start judging you know and like the thing is if that was the case we will get nowhere very quickly like, it's my job to see past the laundry baskets and the dirty yes. dishes and I don't see that I don't I see your countertops that you want to change because it doesn't go with the backslash or it doesn't go with the light fixtures. Like I see the future <laughs> without the mirror wall, if you will. Um, but that's that's what I'm seeing. Like how can we change this to what you want, what how you want it to feel and look like and function, you know? Because um, again, it's I, I can make it pretty, but if it doesn't work for you, then I've not done my job. Um, so that's the really important part. But regardless, again, I start with a conversation and then we set up a time and it's a usually like a two hour consultation. And um, most people say like, well, that's a lot of time, but it's amazing how quickly it can go. And yep. again, that's another chance for people to ask questions and talk about things that maybe they didn't either spell out in their initial email or we didn't talk about, um, you know, in our first conversation. Um, another thing too that I tell people is that 
even though you're reaching out to me for maybe one specific thing or maybe a couple different rooms, like we're going to talk about your whole house. Mm. If you have any inclination or any thoughts about changing any other room, let's talk about that. And let's put that in the plan because even if it's not now, if it's six months, if it's two years, if it's five years down the line, like let's talk about it because then we're going to incorporate that in the plan and then we're going to get you a full color palette. And that's not to say that it can't change. Like none of this is set in stone, but what it gives you is sort of a checklist to refer back to. Like, oh, we painted living room and this room and that room this color but here are some accent colors that she said would work really well so um just thinking about it as your whole home instead of the one space that you want to change so that it doesn't look like you couldn't make up your mind mm. you know because you want your house to feel kind of cohesive it doesn't mean that every space has to be the same color mm. but it should it should feel like when you walk from one room to another that it's not jarring or that it's not um, like just you you just can't connected around like why this is the color so <laughs> so it's interesting like when we look at color from from the point of business of the painting contractor mm -hmm. um, it's interesting when we look at all the clients we have they have no problem deciding whether to paint or not they yeah. have all the trouble deciding on the color. So legitimately, it, yeah. it actually affects my bit. Color affects my business in a way yeah. where, you know, you've worked closely with Holly, our production manager. Yeah. And one of the first conversations we have with a client when they accept a bid is color because we have to get that going right yeah. away. Yeah. And it's we're looking at our queue of jobs. And the biggest thing that holds up jobs is not a carpenter or a drywall or even the lead time on these materials. It is they have not chosen a color. And even when they partner with you or they try to get some color help from a neighbor or a friend, it's like it's still this process. So. For 10 years, I did the color consults for this business because it was a pain point and I just needed, I needed an effective way to do it. The biggest problem I had was walking into a house and you have about 20 minutes to look around <laughs> and talk to that client and yeah. somehow figure out what the most effective way to help them with color is. That's tough. How yeah. in the world do you meet somebody and within two hours discern what type of color people they are and help them with color? Well, that is, again, it stems back to the first conversation. You know, usually it's like, oh, we moved into this house 10 years ago and we haven't done anything. Mm -hmm. Or we painted this five years ago and we're just kind of tired or whatever. It, I mean, whatever it is, but it definitely, there are things that I pick up on, um, you know, in that initial conversation. So I kind mm -hmm. of have an idea of where we're headed. Okay. Um, and you know, it, it doesn't, I don't usually need like inspiration photos, but if they have them, um, some people have piles of pictures you know, <laughs> that they'll show me or send me prior to. And some people are like, I saw this on Pinterest. So yep, yep. there's some that have no idea, which is totally fine. And I'm open to any of it. Um, but it, like I had said kind of before, um, I look at, their flooring. Mm. I look at um, other finishes like what. So we'll just give you an example as your kitchen. Um, so what kind of flooring do you have? 
um, what kind of backsplash, what kind of countertops, what kind of appliances do you have? What kind of light fixtures do you have? So if all of those things are staying, I go this direction. Mm -hmm. If there are things that are changing, and it could be two of those things that are changing, we're going to go this direction. And if all of these are changing, we're going to go this direction. So, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? So like there are like there's a lot there's a lot of my clients that have we'll say the honey oak the golden oak you know yeah, yeah. very popular and it's either we're changing it it is what it is or i hate it and we're or we're leaving it i'm sorry we're leaving it it is what it is or we're changing it and we want it to go white we want it to go dark whatever it is so based on those types of responses i have an idea of where we're going to go what direction we're going to go and then it's okay i start asking questions are you thinking um do you want like again for a kitchen do you want if they have an island do they want something different on the island and another thing on the perimeter or is everything going to be the same so it's a lot of questions that i ask that gives me the idea you know as far as then what direction we're going to go with things um so it's very quick you know and i know the colors well enough to know like what undertones they have what they go well with are they cool are they warm um does this pair well with blue or is this better with green so I, it's experience you know 100 percent experience but you know one thing i didn't mention is that my background is actually in graphic design so mm. i have a long history of color and i know what goes with what i know pan tone colors i know i mean i have good deep knowledge of color um so it comes super easy to me but the other thing is that along with that i explain through the process to my clients like why i'm choosing this and i give them or i i like bring samples um like a five by eight you know piece yeah. of paint basically and i'll lay them down and i'll say okay see this versus this you can because if i show you five different color whites you won't see the difference but if i lay them next to each other or if i lay them next to another color like oh i see that that one's more yellow that one's more green that one's more whatever it is um but it's kind of that education process that i really truly love um, when I'm going through a design project. So it's, yes, I can put together a whole beautiful concept board and shove it down your throat and say, here you go, here's your new house. That's not, that doesn't work for me yeah. um, because I want them to be just as invested. And, and I mean that I want them to feel like they are making the decisions because there's a sense of pride that comes with that and that, if they know the answers to the questions that when people come over like oh what color is this it's beautiful they can say oh that's accessible beige yeah exactly <laughs> they own it and they don't have to say oh well my designer picked it for me <laughs> take the credit take yeah, it all yours, you know? so i love that about that you know just kind of getting them on board with everything um the other part or the next step basically like after we've narrowed it down i mean sometimes i can narrow it down to the one the one color you know um very often however 
I can also read people and they like and need options. So oh, yeah. I will say this one, but also this one. And what I'm going to do is send you bigger samples. So like eight by 11 or something. So I just send them. So if we're going to be painting cabinets, let's say, I will send them like three or four big sheets. So they paste them up on their cabinets and they look at them. And I tell them, look at them in the morning, in the afternoon, in the yes. evening, with lights on, with lights off, all of these different variables that are going to happen in your kitchen. Um, but you need to sit with it and you need to decide. But also you need to decide quickly because we need to get you on the calendar. So there's, you know, I I do narrow it down, you know, pretty well, I think, but also I can, again, I can kind of read people to know that one option isn't going to work for them. They, they need two. And then again, ultimately it's their decision and both of them are perfect. Both of them are great options. Um, but ultimately they get to make the final choice, which is totally fine. So um so that's kind of my process for that anyways so i've been on um i you know i've been doing this for 29 years and i've been in a lot of houses where you know the <clears throat> well you know the uh the the sister-in-law or the brother-in-law <laughs> so they come over or they think they're a designer and they basically do exactly what you uh don't do which is they're like listen they some designers feel that they need to be the forceful ones to say listen I don't need any input. You called me. So here, just do this. Here's a, here's a vision board for your house. Do this. And okay. Leah, it breaks my heart because I've been painting houses. Where <laughs> you know, this is coming. The client comes there and they're kind of standing behind you watching you paint. And all of a sudden they go, what do you think about that color? And all of a sudden it's like, oh no, <laughs> like somebody shoved a color down your throat and you don't yeah. like it. And then the painter yeah. is put in the awkward position and it's, yeah. you can tell when a designer did not collaborate or ask questions. Yeah. You can tell when they just said, you know, and, and us painters, Leah, with all due respect, we always make fun of the designers. You come in with the crazy <laughs> scarves and you're coming in there and you're, you know, it's all wild. It's like, oh my God, we're going to make zebra print and we're going to do peacock yeah. feathers. And all of a sudden it's like these poor painters get stuck in the middle of this, but that's what we like about your stuff because it feels like it's that service to the client it feels like you're almost a psychic like you're you're tapping into what these clients want and and it's such a good relationship and we've never been put in a position where it's like what do you think about this color dick you know so we well, that's, good. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome no, i mean another thing too that you know a conversation that I mean, again, it's a feeling, but it's also a lot through like the questions and answers or whatever that kind of come from the client. But um, a lot of them talk about whether they have like a short term or a long term plan that kind of doesn't matter. Like, you know, we're going to only be here for a couple more years or this is our like 20 year home or whatever. That doesn't matter, honestly. Um, you know, the things that I will say, like if you're if you love it find the thing that you can change easily, meaning a light fixture, um, ca cabinet hardware, those kinds of things, like have fun with that or maybe wallpaper or something like that. But don't do it in paint. Don't do it in carpet. Don't do it in countertops because yeah. those are the things that just are very messy and take a long time and are very expensive. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So another, so one of the other things that I talk about, 
are finding ways to incorporate classic timeless design that doesn't mean boring or stale because you can do we'll say a white subway tile look or a, a white tile but it can maybe do a different shape or something so not super trendy but gives you kind of a nice clean classic look you know in a different way it could be a different finish doesn't have to be basic white three by six tile but just something clean simple easy you know so there's ways to do that but um yeah choosing paint um i mean so you you know you say that designers sometimes choose colors or the whole family or like let's text this back and forth and what do you think i have walked into homes that actually one the home one of them that you did mm -hmm. they had i think five or six different color whites on the wall and they said we want white cabinets and i said okay that's fine and then we want to paint our trim and we want to do this uh, the island this color and you know so whatever it was anyways so part of my education was like okay these are great colors however put them together and i said i guarantee you when you put a white next to a white one of them is going to look dirty <laughs> that's Matter exactly of fact, not a bad choice just <laughs> that's the way it is it's just the way it is so I said, what we need is to have a little bit more contrast. That doesn't mean we need a dark color, but we need more than another white. And they're like, oh, yes. That, I mean, so it's not about making them feel bad or dumb or that they shouldn't value other people's opinions. Totally fine. That's totally fine. That happens a lot, I will say, with like backslash child. They've mm -hmm. got 17 opinions on those kinds of things, <laughs> but um, and that's fine. And usually it comes back to our original decision and <laughs> we're like, well, but what do you think? You know? I, Leah, I have seen that a thousand times in, in, in this life where when I was doing the color consults, honestly, I will almost always default to a lot of the people's guts because they already have the color chips in their house. They're like, I'm thinking about this for the trim and this for the walls. We have a two hour conversation and yeah. magically we find ourselves right back to where we start. But, you know, yeah. I used to get discouraged by that. It's like, well, why am I even here? But it's like, you know, we we are the people who have the experience, the expertise, yeah. just like you said about that off white. That is yeah. deep wisdom of, of taking two things that kind of look similar together. One's yeah. always going to look off. Yeah. You need contrast. That is why we're here. And yeah. sometimes I feel like confirming their feelings with data is what we're here for sometimes, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, and not to overwhelm them because yeah. it's like they were obviously capable to go to the, the paint store. And those are, I mean, those are wonderful places to start, like to get inspiration or whatever. They're wonderful places to start, but they're also extremely overwhelming. And until you bring it into your home, it does you no good because the lights there are totally different than the lighting in your own home. And looking at like a one by one square doesn't <laughs> tell you a whole lot as far as like what this is going to look like. So um, it's it's worth the investment to then not make a bad decision, like a big, yeah. expensive bad decision well yeah listen leah you know some of the some of the monster projects we work on they're yeah. holding floors two floors my people yeah. are there for four to six weeks yes. if that color is a shade off that is a completely worthless paint job so yeah 
a couple hour discussion with Leah is cheap insurance for any of <laughs> Exactly. So it's, I mean, it, it, it's, I never say easy because that's, that's a bad word to use, but it's very straightforward for me to eliminate. And again, I look at a lot of other things, you know, whether it's like in completely different rooms and their decor and, and, you know, it's, that's again the start of that relationship whether it is just for a color consultation i still get to know those people and i usually walk out of there knowing something about their kids or their family or what they're doing that weekend and it's just like this is fantastic and they offer the information like i never you know ask like personal questions or whatever but i do want to understand why yeah, you know, yeah. like what has spurred this conversation? Like, why did you call me? Did you just move in and this isn't your style? Have you been here for five years and you just couldn't decide? Are you looking to change a whole bunch of stuff and you don't know where to start? I think that's a lot of people too, is like, they just don't know where to start because there's yeah. so many things they want to do. And that again is, so again, whether it's for just paint or if it's more of a whole design thing, getting those questions answered and talking about their whole house mm. is so important because then those decisions are so much easier going forward. So if they want to paint their bathroom in six months, oh, hey, we talked about that. It's on the list. What color was it? Oh, yeah. Hey, okay, Nick, now we're ready for our bathroom. Come and paint it this color. You know, it's so, it's it's kind of like everybody's got their house files, like their, their uh, you know, furnace and their air conditioner and their this and their that, you know, like they've got all of that. Just put this in their house file because you now know what carpet you have and you now know where you got your countertops and whatever whatever it is. But um, so if anything happens or if anybody asks questions about it, you're like, oh, hold on a second. It's in my house file. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they can just say, you know, this is the backslash we used and it's from the store and go get it. So. So yeah. Leah, the, the last two things I want to talk about yeah. here are effectively partnering with a pro like Leah. And then yep. also the last thing we have Leah here. So I have to ask you about what's new and trendy, what's kind of cool. And then I want you to hit us with a couple favorite colors. Sure. Um, but the thing that, um, that makes a partnership with somebody like Leah work from a painting contractor's point of view is, you know, us and you know, our processes and systems, like, you know, our paint, our coating schedules. You know that we always use insanely premium duration mat on walls and we always do two coats. So when I imagine when clients say, well, listen, it's going to be a similar color. We'll just do one coat. There's for a designer that knows our systems, they can already start having that conversation with the client. Like, listen, Nick and his people always do two coats. They're pros. That's why you're having them here. Or if a client wants an accent wall in every room of the house, We've had conversations where it's like, listen, great, we're going to do that, but you're going to have to talk to Nick because it's probably going to add a little bit. So let's pull back, let's pull the estimator back in and we'll still do that. But a huge benefit is, you know, our systems and processes. And honestly, I think that eliminates most of these problems of the designer going crazy. We're going to do wallpaper in every room. We're going to do black ceilings. We're going to do this. And then coming back to the painters, like we didn't estimate any of that. What, what the heck is going on here? So everything has been nice and smooth working with you. We have a really nice copacetic relationship. So yeah. from your, from your end, what makes a good painting contractor for you, a designer? 
Well, I think that, um, I mean, definitely we have, I don't know if you even refined our process, but I feel like it was, should I ask this or do I need this information or what? I mean, so it's just kind of come over time that we've, yeah. you know, refined it enough that it's now it's just like, here's my client. These are the projects that we're working on, you know, and I try to give as much detail, um, you know, if it, if it requires a conversation, I'm happy to do that as well. But it's just like, I think that we know each other enough or, you know, Andy, the estimator, like, and Holly, like, um, everybody, we, we know each other well enough that, um, I think that we now know either the questions to ask or the answers to provide, um, so that it's, quick and simple and you know painless basically but it's just, just that I, like just when, we, when we when we pass your name along to a client we know exactly what they're going to get which is like right. we can we can promise a client something and say listen lee is going to take care of it don't worry about it she does this right. great on your project and then you do which is a cool thing <laughs> right right well and even you know and even if it is that is something that you know you have passed my name along and um you know and then i get connected with them or whatever um that exactly it like i know kind of what to tell them um what you have already maybe said to them um to kind of prepare them but um either way it's uh i will always say, you know, once we've selected it, I'm happy to sort of be the in be the go between, if you will. So if it's that you want me to have communication with them to say, this is the color we want for cabinets. This is the color that we want for walls. This is the color we want for trim. I'm happy to do that. So that that's not something that they have to do or that they feel, um, they need to be responsible for because i think that's a, again another fear is like well what if i say the wrong thing or what if i tell them and now it's done and i hate it and you know that takes just, a big weight off their shoulders it does it really really does i mean and you know i do that a lot for a lot of projects um i mean i work you know with contractors that like i need to know that you're going to be here when you say you're going to be here and you're going that's to do great. this and i mean so that's a lot of we'll say behind the scenes kind of stuff that I take care of for people because one, they don't want to, two, they're busy. And three, it's just like, they don't need to, they just don't need to. So if I can say Nick and his crew are coming, you know, on Monday, they're going to start at seven o'clock. They're going to start with taping. They're going to lay the paper on the floor. Then this is what's going to happen. And it's going, your, your kitchen is basically going to be enclosed in plastic. Mm -hmm. um, you need to have your cabinets um, emptied by Sunday so that they can get started right away. Then it's just, again, it's just another um, layer, you know, so maybe you've already said it, you've already sent out the documentation to say like, this is our process, but it's just like, here's a reminder. Let me remind you again that this is going to happen. So it's like, they can never say, oh, I didn't know that. I was surprised. That's, that's a benefit of having, you know, people like us on your project. It's like, we're the pros. We'll make sure we guide you through this. And I've seen I've seen clients at the start of either color consultations or estimates where they're leery almost. It's almost like they have their sword and shield up. And <laughs> I, don't, I don't hold it against them because there are a lot of bad contractors out there. But yeah. you can tell when you start gaining that trust, yeah. if they start loosening up and they start trusting you and then when, yeah. when you are working with a pro like Leah, she just guides you through the process. Remember to yeah. clean out your cabinets. This is what Nick's going to do. And then when we show up, we actually do it. And that's the most comforting right. thing to the client, which right. is 
delivering what you promise. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and there are things that come up like, um, you know, we want, we said we wanted this, but we're now not digging it, you know? I mean, and those are things too, like those, those are conversations that I have with my clients. It's like, I think this is a really good idea. And then it, we execute it and it's like, you know what? It just doesn't feel like I thought it would. Mm -hmm. And I own that. And it wasn't a mistake. It wasn't bad. It just didn't, doesn't feel like I thought it would, you know? And so those things come up. And so with a paint color, for example, it's like, I'm sorry, but I think we need to change that. And you guys are so good at just being flexible. And, you know, Holly will be like, no problem. I'll get the cans out in the morning. And so it's like, it's just not a big deal, you know, or like this was too shiny. Can we fix it? Can we tone it down a little bit? No problem. I'll get the paint cans out in the morning. So it's just like, just roll with it, you know? So um, nothing is a big ordeal. It's just, we'll fix it. We'll fix well, it. We, and- we always say that too. It's like, listen, dude, we, we obviously take our jobs very seriously. Everything is very critical. Nobody's going to care about paint more than us. But I also remind everybody that there are no paint emergencies. Like we're not putting... We're not putting the life uh, or safety of somebody in here uh, or or at risk. It's like, listen, if the paint or the color or the shine is not right, guess what? We can paint it over. It's not the end of the world. It's like, this is, this is completely doable and fixable. Whatever happens, you know, so. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. There are no, you know, I mean, yes, you might have to live with it for like five hours, but it'll be okay. When it's all said and done, when everybody's gone, you know, everybody's cleaned up and left, it will be the way that you want it to be. And, and, and I do, you know, that again, is a conversation that I have with my clients often, um, more so like, this is what I think, this is why I think it will look this way. And this is what I think it will look like when it's done. Um, but it's, you know, like, it's just we're human. <laughs> we're human. Listen, nobody's perfect, right? <laughs> it's not that I made a mistake, and I'm okay with owning my mistakes. Yeah. It's not that I made a mistake, but it's just like it just, it's just not quite right. Or let's let's think about this instead. Or could mm-hmm. we try this maybe? Um, you know, one of the things that I when people come to me and they're like, you know, I want different colors. Um, what I tell them is, so when you go to a paint store or when you meet with me, I show them, here, I'll just pull one of these up. You get, you know, you get a paint swatch and you have this. And so you choose a color and that's going to be like your foundation color. I tell them to go here and backwards, go down like two or three notches. So from one room to another, um it feels the same but it looks different it's in the same family so you're not you know not bringing in two totally different undertones Mm -hmm. um but that is a way to incorporate a different color (laughs) without going too crazy so um that is kind of one of my little tricks and then obviously we play with different colors too so if you want to incorporate again like a blue or a gray or a green or something like that we can do that we just find the same same family tones or whatever but that is one trick that i do tell people a lot is that if you're if you're wanting 
like your whole space to be one color, but maybe you want a powder room or a laundry room to be different than just go a couple notches darker. So, and then, okay. it, and then it all is cohesive, um, but it doesn't, again, it doesn't feel like as you go from one space to another that it's like super jarring and is this yellow, is this gray, is it whatever, so. So obviously, Leah, uh, we got to give the people what they want. We got to talk yeah. about some trends and we got to talk about some colors. So first sure. off with trends, the yeah. I mean, from a painting contractor's point of view, when you look at the last 20 to 30 years, we went from tan, yellow, orange, burgundy <laughs> to gray, blue, sagey. And now it almost feels like we're going white. It feels like things are just lightening and cooling, uh, cooling down. From a designer's point of view, what are some overarching trends? And then maybe what's like a little cool micro trend going on? Sure. Well, I definitely will say that, you know, we're, I think, phasing out of the gray, the gray, not the grayish necessarily, but gray, because there was a lot of like cold, stark spaces that were, you know, you want to call it at some point, farmhouse, yeah. modern farmhouse, huge trend, um, you know, still a little bit, but not so much. Um, but we're warming things up you know i will say that spaces are not tan but kind of on more of the brown versus gray side of things so we're warming things up i think it honestly has a lot to do with just the fact that like people are in their spaces so much more now um they want it to be this like warm cozy comfortable vibe mm -hmm. um but, but it's still light enough that can kind of feel white. Um, so yeah, finding the right white that's but like bright but warm um, is you know very popular right now. Um, I would say a lot of like new build homes are doing a lot of white and that's white walls, white trim, um, could be like board and batten, you know, either on the walls or on the ceiling. Um, but yeah, I mean, white is hard it's really hard really um, hard <laughs> really hard to not only like design with but also to live with because it even though you find a warm white it can still feel very sterile the other thing is that when you're layering in your furniture you know finding a white that doesn't clash with your white walls is tricky so you know almost having to have like a really dark stark contrast like a dark rich gray or a dark blue or a green or something like that that really contrasts it so that you're not always fighting because like i was saying with that client when they showed me those white samples when you put them next to each other one of them will look dirty so whether it's your walls or your furniture something's going to look dirty so it needs to be that bright crisp color it's funny you say that because i've seen i've seen design over the years where it's like okay if you pick two whites and put them next to each other you you can tell the difference a lot mm -hmm. and that sometimes isn't that great but when you pick eight of those and put them together oh. all of a sudden you're like a mosaic and sometimes you can't it's just so confusing and weird and, you know it's 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 almost that you got to get enough colors enough textures because you know think about um yeah. 
think about our our grandparents' houses. Remember back in the day, they used to have that front room that was all white, white couches, mm-hmm. white carpet. Mm-hmm. And if you were to put a red lampshade in there, it yeah. would throw the whole thing off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it don't look like that anymore. It's hilarious now. No. Nowadays, when we walk into people's houses, you could go into a room and I could legitimately point out 18 different colors, textures, something oh. else. And I think it's more eclectic now. Like people don't have themes that much anymore just like a collection that's what it feels like (laughs) right 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 well and that's and that too is kind of what i tell people too is like your house should be a reflection of you your experiences your travels your loves your family all of that stuff it should be curated it shouldn't be bought out of a catalog and not to say that you can't get furniture that looks and feels you know the same or is from the same place that's not what i'm saying at all but like you don't want every single table to be the same style and the same color and the finish because that's not necessary i mean yes it's fine it's beautiful but most people don't live like that or they have things that are like family heirlooms. They're like, this is my grandma's hutch and how can I incorporate it, you know? Um, and so whether that means it stays or it's refinished or something like that, that kind of then lends itself to what else you have going on because you don't want that piece to kind of stick out. And like, if you have sort of a other style going on, but um, yeah, definitely, you know, I think people are, embracing the fact that they have different things in their homes and and it's not that like each room feels different or is it a different style by any means but um but it is more of like a curated collection of things you know and you can have new furniture and pair it with older pieces or artwork that's from your travels to europe or whatever it is it's finding that I'll say that thread of continuity and whether that's a color, you know, whether that's uh, like lines on furniture, whether that's, I mean, textures, things like that. So, um, so that's, that's usually the challenge and which is a fun challenge. You know, it's, I've got this art collection or I've got this armoire or I've got this thing and I really love it, but it doesn't work with what I've got going on. It's like, okay, let's make it feel like it belongs then. And this is how we're going to do that. And oftentimes it's just swapping out a couple of things. And then it's like, oh, that starts to, you know, like if you put in different throw pillows or something, like we'll pull out a color that's in the painting or, um, you know, just different ways that you can do that, that you don't have to spend thousands of dollars. So. Mm um yeah so those are i mean i guess i will say that the clients that i work with you know they're they're looking for ways to modernize their spaces but also maintain comfort and um familiarity probably too because it's like i don't want my um traditional house to feel like uber modern you know and and that also kind of goes back to the staging side of things where you have to look at the home from the outside in because you want the house to tell a whole story like you have something that is stucco maybe on the front and then you go inside and it's like super farmhouse or just you want it to feel like 
you're in the same house from the front door all the way into the living room. So, well, and that's always tough because like, you know, when, when we, when we think we're, I mean, we're house people, your house people, we're very yeah. into this stuff. And yeah. when it, it's sort of interesting, like it's way, it's super easy to tell when something doesn't work, you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, yeah. and it's, it's hard, it's hard to be like, I don't know if this is going to work or not, but when you do it and something is off, it, it definitely feels off. And sometimes yeah. it can be that there's, there's places that are not cohesive. You're giving yep. different styles and different styles are great, but some styles just in a way, when you, when you make that soup, when you put it all together, you just like, ah, not what I thought. Dang. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I think that is really important. Um, I mean, for, again, to kind of make it, make it feel like a cohesive home and that there are not wild card elements you know that people notice i mean the proverbial elephant in the room like it's it's there you can't you can't once you've seen it you can't unsee it kind of thing so um just how do you incorporate it and make it feel like it's always been there or it should be there um that it's part of the home but um i think too you know you were saying like what are some other trends but um mm. I, I would say that you know some of the trends are that there people are doing like i'll say accent walls but textural accent mm. walls so whether they're pieces of wood um you know laid out in kind of a cool pattern and then yes. painted you know painted like a solid solid color um wallpaper is huge right now and big bold um well big patterns not just small repeatable patterns but like um and and i would say that you know when you're using wallpaper um do it in a way that makes you happy for one <laughs> because yeah. um do it in spaces that are like unexpected too you know so like powder rooms yeah. um in laundry rooms you know places that maybe aren't like in the wide open spaces because i think those are things that people will tire of much mm. faster and again so it's like a surprise so if somebody comes over and is like oh my gosh that's so fabulous in your powder room because they weren't expecting it and then you don't get tired of it as quickly either because it's not a space that you necessarily visit every single day Whereas if you're in your living room or your kitchen, you know, that's something that you'll notice and you'll want to take down a lot sooner. So um, those are probably some really big trends, but also like light fixtures, um, bigger, bolder light fixtures are kind of fun. Um, mixing metals has, has definitely been around for a while, but I think it's even more so. I think a lot of people are nervous. Um, like if they have stainless steel appliances, then they assume that they have to do, you know, brush nickel hardware and brush nickel faucets and brush nickel light fixtures. And that's not the case at all. Um, definitely mix them up. You know, usually I say two, two, um, two metals and one yeah. <laughs> is maybe shiny and one is more matte um, mm -hmm. just because then you have that additional contrast, both of colors, but also of sheen. Um, and then just incorporating color, you know, in other ways, like in their kitchen, a lot of people are doing, you know, a different color island versus the perimeter. So whether it's countertop or the cabinets themselves, um, 
I have done a lot of like really deep, dark, rich grays. Mm -hmm. um, but I've also done some really pretty kind of dusty blue colors. Um, and then also some really rich green colors. Like green is really popular. Um, so kind of leading. I, I love those super rich, almost blacky sort of greens and stuff. Yes. Like we, we did an entire kitchen here in a historic home this last yeah. year. And it is just like, it is stunning. 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 Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, we, we, we do have to ask you, uh, finally, yeah. we need some colors. You're the designer. Hit us with some colors. They can be favorite yeah. colors, go-to colors, interesting colors, but we're here for color. Sure, sure. Well, I will say kind of my, I'll say like whites are obviously a lot of people like, what white do I use? So just whites um, and then maybe some examples of them too. Um, Pure white is always a really good one um, for cabinets and walls. And one thing I will say too is if you're wanting to do a color, like a white color, um, changing the sheen and using it. So what I mean is like um, if you use it on your trim and your walls and your ceilings, if you use the exact same color but you just change the sheen of it, um, it has a completely different look they look like different colors but it's very um it's a very easy selection so yes. you know what i mean so if you have like a high gloss on your trim and you have kind of a matte um finish or a flat finish on your uh, mat i would say on your walls and then a flat finish on your ceiling so it's all the same color um it just provides again that <clears throat> excuse me that continuity um, but it really does have right a really cool effect, you know. Yeah, so that's this room, yeah. you, the room we just satin, matte, and flat all there. Yeah, and exactly. honestly, depending on the color or the the light, like you said, they can look like completely different colors. But it's such a cool look because it doesn't yes. feel jarring. But it's right. like it's cool to see the shine difference. It is. It is. And so. Um, and again, that's just like, if you don't want to bother with trying to incorporate other colors, you know, that's a great um, method, I guess, to, to choose a color, but just change the finishes on it. So, um, so pure white is like probably one of my like go-to whites for sure for both walls and cabinets. Another white is um, alabaster. That's um, a really nice, rich white. It's warmer. Um, but still nice and crisp. It goes really well with those honey oak, golden oak tones. Yeah. So those are probably That's my two. That is, that is like when we talk to our clients, mm -hmm. legitimately, they want to know about color, but then they're always concerned. Like we're not ready to do all the trim and cabinets yet in the house. Yeah. What will work with that golden or honey oak? And yeah. legitimately is a tough one. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. But yeah, so it's a nice and crisp color. But again, it has some warmth to it. So it does go well with those colors as you decide how to transition or if you don't, you know, so it's, it's a, it has some staying power. So those are probably good to um, white colors because there's a plethora of them and everybody has their opinion, but those are kind of my go-tos. Um, I absolutely agree. We've, we've used those hundreds of times and legitimately yeah. we love those colors because they will not surprise a client. Like if right. you say pure white versus alabaster, one is one is a little more pure, one is a little more warm. They're yep. not going to be any weird pink or yellow no. or 
something yeah. undertones. And honestly, when we think about colors as a painting contractor, things that don't surprise clients are very good. <laughs> you know? Exactly, exactly. Um, and then two colors that I would say probably 75% of the time that I go with, it's either one or the other, and then it might be like a version. So like when I was showing you that swatch, it might be like a little bit darker than that. But my two go-to colors mm. are accessible beige and agreeable gray. And those are just <laughs> knocking out of the park perfect colors because one is a little cooler one is a little warmer so um i mean within probably five minutes of walking into a house i know what direction i'm going to go based on what else they have going on in their home so if it's cooler or warmer um, i usually start with one of those and then we might go a little bit darker um, based on you know just kind of what we're where we're going to put it and those colors, honestly, they check a lot of those boxes, which which you were saying were effective colors, which are it's it, they're warm enough where they're going to be livable, but they're yeah. modernizing a little bit. They're 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 they right. bump it cool, so you kind of get that feel of the trend, but it's yep. also not this blue battleship gray where it's right. stark and harsh. Right. And then you're also surprisingly, those are some fairly rich colors when you look at them. They when are. And when you put them in large areas, they just kind of like fall to the back, and they're like the art gallery thing where yes, it's a great setting for whatever furniture you have. Those exactly. are colors. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I call them foundational colors because yes. they just sort of let everything else be the star, you know? Yeah. So that's, it, they're great colors that I used when I was staging. Um, and it just, it just lets people see the house, you know, and not, not the, the necessarily the things in the house. So they just, yep. Yeah kind of just um, disappear into the background, but they're still light enough. So if you're thinking like, oh, I want to go white, yeah. but these are just a, a hint of color, you know? So, um, and then a couple colors that, a couple like shades. So I, again, I was saying like, I've done a lot of blue colors lately. Um, so a couple colors that I use are dusty blue Mm, and mm -hmm. then slate tile. So they're yeah. kind of like both this like blue gray color. And again, you can go a little bit deeper, a little bit darker with both of those, but those are really rich kind of, I would say even masculine colors, but without mm -hmm. feeling stuffy, um, but yeah. they're just clean and crisp and they go really well with both cool and warm tones. You know, and they pair really well with white, like both of them pair really well with white. Um, and then two other green colors that mm -hmm. I've used lately. One of them is pewter green, which is a deeper, darker, saturated green. Um, I've used that like in an office on the bottom of it. So we put back like board and batten. And yep. then on the top, it was, you know, a creamier white color. And then um, a popular color this year is called Evergreen Fog. So it's kind of this like greenish gray color. Um, it's sort of a chameleon color. Yes. Um, but it's so pretty and it's so rich. Um, it's just really, really nice. And, and I will say one other color too that I do use a lot is called Sea Salt. Like hmm. if you do Pinterest, Google searches, whatever. Um, it's such a really pretty color. Um, it 
can lend gray, it can lend green, it mm -hmm. can lend you know, warmer, depending upon what you pair it with. But again, that's a really pretty color, really soft. Another color that will just sort of blend into the background um, and just sort of give it a hint of color. So those are kind of my, those are in my, my and, and that, that evergreen fog, not only color of the year, but a couple of shows ago, I was actually yeah. in my shop and I thought it was such a cool, I actually called it a chameleon color. I, yeah. uh, I hand finished a door and I sprayed a door and it's so different because natural light, our LED light, and then our light in our spray booth, they look like three completely different colors yeah. depending on how you look at them. And that's a really cool thing because then you're in that really cool like utility color thing where it could be an accent, it could be a neutral, it could be all the above. And it's just like, but it has interest though. It's not this. The thing that we always try to like get away from is like, we don't want clients' homes to feel like apartments, like this no. dead, lifeless color. Yeah. You can pick a, a, a white, which is technically like, oh, my, my place is going to look like an apartment. But if you pick the yeah. right one, it right. just gives it that warmth and interest. And that's what those colors do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I think you want to have some personality like in your home. I mean, so whether it's color, whether it's furniture, whether it's artwork, I mean, whatever it is. But um, you want your house to feel like you and not that you are living in somebody else's house. So. It, houses are awesome because they're the most expensive thing likely we'll ever buy. And there are safe places after we've learned after the pandemic and they're yeah. so personal. No wonder that we, we, this is such a personal choice like this, you know, yeah. it, the weight of color choice is something you and I don't take for granted. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a big part of our project. So yeah. uh, Leah, yeah. thank you for this. It, it is early Saturday morning. Yeah. We are both on family time. I appreciate you and all you've done for my company and my clients. And I hope that we've uh, in turn taken care of your clients as well. I really appreciate the relationship that we have. Absolutely. And I really Myself included. Yes. <laughs> so, all right. Well, Leah, have a great weekend. Uh, I have included your, uh, your website so people can get a hold of you. I also, you have a blog about choosing color and I yeah. include that in there as well as a link. So for people that want to do some reading and contact Leah, you will not be disappointed with Leah if you need help with this stuff. Uh, she is a master, not only in paint color, which is my world, but also we've been on her projects where it's the countertops, it's the hardware, it's the lights, it's flooring and this and that. You got away with clients, Leah. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Well, have a good weekend and uh, thank you everybody for watching and thank you for Sherwin-Williams for uh, underwriting this and tasking me with finding my favorite designer and doing a show with them. So thank all right, you everybody. so much. Have a good have weekend. weekend. PaintEd podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and is made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org.